Yeah. Right now it's my time to shine. I put in that grind for mine. There ain't no handouts. I just took the hand they dealt me in stride. Now keep this in mind. That pressure make diamonds. And there ain't a thing worth having that's accomplished overnight. I'm finding a way through this maze. I'm feeling the vibes start to change. I'm feeling the frequencies mix. The whole night blend when we fade. So was I. I I've been with him since the beginning. I've been with him for like as long as like ten years. Come through, man. Come through. If you oh, like yeah. bad rap, if you know anything about bad rappers, you should be at that show. When's that? Uh, December twenty seventh. Oh, bringing in the, the new year hot Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am, and I'm ending. I'm ending it. Yeah, I'm ending it in the right way, man. Because it's like mm. full circle for me. Like they're one of the people that like started my career. I'm part of my career. I'm a part of their career. Like we were, we grew up together. Like I've been with them heavy, heavy, heavy. And um, to be able to like feel like all right, I'm I'm coming into my tenth year of my career. Like that's capping my that's capping my decade off, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's capping my fucking that's decade high, off. That's a high note. Yeah. Wait, real quick, that hat, bro. What's that up? That's fire. Thank you, man. Where'd you get it from? Yo, this is an OG joint right here. Oh, um, okay, one of one. No, no, definitely ah, not. Okay. I just don't believe okay. that he does it anymore. I don't. I can't. I don't know if it was a dub that did this. This is actually really probably a um rude boy release right Damn. here really? you might be right actually that's a rude it's boy either release. a-dub and rude boy or just rude boy because they all you know they all work they all ride wow. together so this is like 20 2012 2013 wow. i do remember that's that fire, shit too which bro. is crazy that's thank fire. you man yeah shout Damn. out shout out to rude boy man really one of like the early early guys that like always supports like always, always, supports. always. Shit. talked about talked about this it was one of the first man his blog was the first his J Dre's right. I remember J Dre's underneath him. Yeah, wow. I remember that. Wow. That's just yeah. That's Thank damn. Rude boy. I'm glad you know. I'm glad you know who Rude Boy is. Man. Of course, bro. Rudy, man. Rudy. So like, there'll be times where like I'll put something on social media and he'll just like post it without me like emailing him nothing. Which like so that's like, fire. Yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. fire. That's because the way it should be. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It pops it up be. on somebody's radar and they support it like that. You know what I mean? And it, like. And that also know, that man. also that's, shows that's like his so dope. his true his true power of like understanding good music and yeah you know it very very unbiased right mm-hmm. like it's just like if he you're picked f- up on my shit mad early right. and he like I I went um he worked at a store um near like Fed Hill and shit and I walked in one day and he was there and he was just like yo. Like I be telling people, like you, you nice, you, you nice, damn nice. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, and I'm like, yo, I appreciate that because I was just like starting to rap. Like I was like not thinking about like nothing too much other than like I want to rap. I want to create like some dope shit. And like he was just early supporting. Mm. You know, like any music videos I dropped, any like songs he I would drop. Like, yeah, even if like I ain't have no business, like <laughs> he would just like show love. Yeah, so. but that's how that's how that's you, the real shit. That's I how mean, you. That's should the real be introduced. Shit. You should be introduced by somebody that's a real, you know, is a real cat. Yeah, very Facts. real and contributing. 100%. And you know, if somebody sees something in you, that they should be able to do that. You know what I mean, so Absolutely. shout out to you for having for having the skill, and shout out to him for having the ear. I'm, Yo, I'm real quick, uh, a quick cheers to having lunch bag on the podcast yeah. today. Yo. Thanks cheers. to y'all for having me. I'm and like super excited to be here. Well, you reached out to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Which uh, ten times out of ten, that's usually how it happens. Yeah, people reach out to me. I, you know, I gotta. So damn every yeah. single artist we've <laughs> yeah yeah bro I think uh, other than you I think when when I had you on 
I had reached out to you because I think you and I just we were just uh, genuinely talking about we were talking something. about Batman. I never yeah, yeah, we were talking about comic <laughs> books. I'm like, yo, man, how I get you on the podcast? Um, and you know, here we are, and now you know, yeah. Lunch Bag is officially on the Take As Needed podcast. I feel like this is a long time in the coming too, a long time in the making. Facts, man. I mean, I I got this thing coming up that I wanted to make sure I brought onto like platforms like this one that. I don't know. It's like Thank people you. within the culture and the community that I know are about it, Thank and you. would and and the message of. So I've got a tour drive coming up right. on, on Thursday, and the whole theme just being like, we want to give back to the Providence community. So all the flyering, all the promo Phenomenal. has been like we've been doing it on social media, but like for the most part, just been flyering up and down Manton, Onlyville Square, where the studio and the the gallery is located, and we just want to promote that whole thing. And I figured, yo, bring it to a platform where. I don't know. People will hear it and enjoy the it, like the the vibe will resonate with them. You feel me? So, thank you. First of all, I, thank I you. Do, I think I do think people listen. Uh, second of all, you're having it at uh, public, right? The yes. public spot, uh, yes. which is new. I think public they open is in new. September. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, yeah I've been to yeah. I've been to one show there recently, man, and I think it's dope. So much dope, dope shit. Comes, I mean, we. Oh, that's why I saw you. Yeah, just right? off yeah. the strength of this one operation we got going on, we, we're doing a bunch more, like just shows, fundraisers. Because that's one word. thing I've I've been adamant about for a minute now. Is like doing these fundraisers. I was doing lunch runs at the beginning. I of the remember year. the lunch runs. Yeah, I remember yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And different. What, what was, was different. dope? What yeah. was dope about those? Because like I've got like a mentality where like I want shit to be like. The biggest shit ever. You feel me? Mm. But like what the lunch run turned into was like some days I'd have four people running with me because fitness is a tough thing to get people into. <laughs> like, yo, come run fucking three miles with me real quick on this random Sunday. But what would end up happening was like random people, like small groups of people, sometimes four. Sometimes it would just be me and one other person. But what's dope about that is you just like it allows you to just network with that. person. Exactly. So like and you know, we, that was a benefit for the uh, the Rhode Island Food Bank. You know, the cool. lunch run. We yeah, give yeah, back, we raise run, right. money, we yeah. raise food, all that shit. Um, and then, like, a percentage of my merch sales goes to the food, food bank. Food. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. man. So, like, I just want to give back. That's my whole thing about, like, everything that I want to do. Do you have any special ties with the food bank? Do you, it's just, is no, it, it was just no? a food thing. Yeah. It was yeah. just a food thing. Everybody's got to eat. People got to eat. Man, and like, I hear you. There was, like, a little bit of marketing behind it where sure. it was, like, lunch runs, lunch, lunch bag. bag. Okay, I see Food that, yeah. pantry type shit. But, like, really, it's just, like... I mean, I was on free lunch. Right. Yeah, that yeah. shit was whack as fuck. <laughs> they would be hitting me with the, the fucking like cold ass jelly sandwiches, yeah, mad man. jelly on that motherfucker. I'm like, yo. And no love. They wouldn't even spread the fucking no, no, jelly. No. It would just, just be a glop like, in yeah, the middle. Glop right in the middle. I'm like, jail. Whoa, that shit's jail. That shit's whack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they getting you ready for jail, bro. Them schools sometimes, bro. It's crazy. But so, anyways. Yeah, I mean, what does it mean we to, try to, what? to give back? Like, You know what I'm saying? It's... And, Especially during this time of year, man, it's gotta it's it's gotta take a a special place in your priorities. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just thought like if I could do an event that wasn't about me every holiday, mm. I'd be happy. You know what I mean? If I could just have like people ask, Am I performing at this shit? It's like, nah, this time I'm gonna be sitting back just like talking to people that show up and like taking things in. Um, it's really just about giving back. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Something about like what I went through in the past couple of years just made me want to like do more and more. I mean, I've got aspirations for things I want to do like further in the future as far as like real life entities that like benefit the community I'm from. Okay. You know, the West End of Providence. I want to open up some real fucking things. 
But like that, that's sometime down the road. In the meantime, I'm making do with what I got. And no, what how? we can do, this gallery space is a blessing, bro. It's, a, it's an absolute blessing. I mean, I just, and for it to be in the middle of Manhattan and where Facts. it is, it's just, I think it means a lot to the community because, you know, Onlyville used to be, at one point in time, used to be the main tourist attraction for Providence. For real? Years and years ago. Back back Damn, when my father I was going I did on. not know that. Yeah. When, I did not know that. When you came to Providence, you start off on Broadway, you go to the Columbus Theater, you know Columbus Theater was the old porno spot. But the Columbus Theater also Family had big-time events. Yeah, and then you go down to Onlyville, man, that's where the bars were. That's where all the good time was. I mean, according to my father. You know, it wasn't well, It wasn't anything. He was here, so I believe him. <laughs> it wasn't anything downtown at the time, really. Yeah. I mean, you had Hot Club. Hot Club was more, what, 80s, I think. The Hot Club started off in or late 70s, early 80s. But it was Onlyville. You came to Providence, you were in Onlyville. And I, I think to see Onlyville kind of restore itself and, you know, start off with places like Shelter Arcade and... and so on and so yeah, forth. That kind of that definitely makes sense to me because like, um, not not Cecilini, uh, CNC was was really the reason why like the downtown area yeah. became the main source mm-hmm. attraction. He built the whole waterway. He, mm-hmm. I mean, he basically built, he built downtown. Period. Providence Mall, like yeah, all that. He, he built downtown. Period. So wow. that's for sure. Um, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Strength. Lunchback. How long have you been making music for, bro? My mom would embarrass me with like stories about when I was a little kid. Oh, she would take man. me to church and shit. Oh, and I'd be so like, you know, a little kid singing along, like just not knowing words, but just singing like melodies and like he- keeping harmony. So, I mean, in that sense, forever. Sure. You know what I mean? You just got like inclinations, whether it's pots and pans, whether it's singing at church. Um, but like taking it seriously, like really seriously, applying like the knowledge that I'm starting to get now, I'd say I've been doing music for like, like five years. Just like grinding and like applying like a business aspect to it, but I've been rapping for a long fucking time. That's cool. That makes sense because I feel like I met you five years ago with like TDN and yeah and everybody. Yeah. So shout out to like the, the really applying the grind. Yeah. yeah, I feel like my first introductory to you was definitely of course Cooge. I fell in love with yeah. your music ever since then. I mean that yeah. first project, just the way that you guys opened it up to that. I mean I remember like hitting Cooge all the time, like yo, who is this kid? <laughs> what is going on? Like, this kid's crazy. Yeah. The whole tape y'all did together. And um, I th- like I can't remember the first time I met you, like where it was, but of course it was like a TDN, a TDN of course, event. Bro. Like I don't know, like since tape one, the, I've been a big the fan. trajectory and all that shit, man. Like just the the lineage with me and Cooge, like just going down to Atlanta, kicking it with him when neither of us like could drive, <laughs> and we would just be stranded, straight up stranded at the crib, just kicking it, like nothing to do, but just talking about rap all damn day. Yeah. That's me and Cooge, you know. Those are the best, are the best Shout moments. Shout out to Cooge, man. man. Oh yeah, when you like, those are the best moments where like you're just there's nothing to do. You're just chilling and just talking. Yeah, and getting to always, know and always. just getting to know people. There's no like distractions in the way, you know. That's that's the vibe. So you you've always you're just different, bro. I think I think there's no way of saying it other than that. You're just different in the way you make your music, the way you go about your music, and it's worked and it's worked very well in my opinion um who inspired you to be like that man um so i started off playing in like punk bands okay um i was a oh, that's a, cool see i didn't know that yeah i was a, right, wow, i was okay. a i was a vocalist and a drummer for a punk band um like at the same damn time <laughs> yeah yeah it's impact like yeah yeah yeah, yeah pretty definitely. much but like a little a little bit faster yeah, 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 <laughs> you know yeah I mean? for not, sure yeah, not yeah. better but yeah. faster <laughs> you know what i'm saying we was playing with the speed you know yeah, yeah. um so that was like where I kind of like 
And that, but like being in a band, it was difficult because you're balancing other people's like schedules and shit. And what I like, I knew early on, I was like, this music shit is what I want to do. Right. Like, none, none of my like homies back in the day was doing anything that like it. I saw the the end of the street. You feel me? Mm. Like I saw w- like what was going to be coming to us and what came to a couple of us. And I was like, let me just like kind of hone in on something because like early on. I was like, bro, this isn't <laughs> nothing. Like, we w- we wasn't making no real money or anything. We was just fucking around. Mm. So I was like, let me just get into some music shit. So luckily, I had some some mentors and and things that like honed my interest. Um, but my influences early on would be like everything from the Misfits, like old school punk shit, sure. um, to like Gucci Mane. To I know you, you yeah. are very Tech similar Nine, to Lupe yeah. Fiat. Yeah, no, dead ass, dead ass. Yeah. Because Lupe Fiat, uh, rather, uh, Tech, um, yo, see, I'm rattling off all my inspirations. Right, Lupe, cool. Tech yeah. Nine, like all these. Tech Nine off the strength of just like what that dude built. Mm. Like that dude, like his still independent building. rap. Right, still, still yeah. what day. That stamp, bro, like that, that Tech Nine stamp is so important. But go back to Gucci, like, you know, a lot of people are confused as to like where I'm from, what I represent. And I just say that's because, like, some of my early influences was, like, Trap God, Trap Back, where, like, a lot of people wasn't, like, being hardcore influenced by, like, Jeezy, Gucci, Mm. fucking, like, Southern rap like that. And I was. (laughs) And people was like, yo, who's this dude? Why is this vibe so, like, other, like, otherworldly? You know what I'm saying? So, like, but, yeah, Gucci, man, big influence. Tell me, tell me how Lupe influenced you, because that's, that's, that's my entire lane right there. (sighs) Bro, when I heard The Cool... Excuse my cool young history. I'm like, bro, that shit changed my life. Um, Dumb It Down changed my life. Hip Hop Saved My Life changed my life. That whole album was so crazy. And then I did backtrack because, like, I had new Kick Push and I had new Daydreaming. But, like, once I heard The Cool front to back, I was like, oh, I got to hear everything that this dude's ever done. And, like, his um, his Gorilla, what was the, it was like the, the Bape. The Bape tape. Yeah, oh my it was, god, uh, dude. The the Fahrenheit Fahrenheit nine eleven joint. And then he had uh <laughs> <laughs> Remember he had the shit. My 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 biggest thing with Lupe he had the shit over the Ashanti beat. The dude the dude's he like always whole had thing, some crazy shit. Yeah, bro. His whole thing was just so different to me. And like what what resonated with me was like I'm from the city in the Midwest, best city in the whole wild, wild oh, world. Geez. Like, that had a bounce to it. That had, like, a, a cadence. It had a catchiness to it. But, like, this dude was rapping, rapping. Like, really rapping. Like, whereas it wasn't on... Like, it was catchy, but it was fast, and it was lyrical, and it had finesse. Like, it had, like, the best of both worlds, you know? Like, in a way that, I don't know, he, like, told that line, you know? And that that's what really inspired me was, like, that just, like, skill, you know, like I'm, I still believe in like real penmanship and skill when it comes down to your craft. Yeah, yeah. Even if what you're doing is like rapping about whatever the fuck you want to rap about, do it like yeah, your most way. People, most people don't understand that that still matters more to anybody than anything. Yeah, you know I mean, when you think about all of our, all of the current generations like juggernauts, mm-hmm. everybody that is the greatest artist, polarizing. Yeah, you know I mean, everybody that's up there has like the best pen. Yeah, you know I mean, facts. When you think about like the best rappers yeah. that are current right now, it's Drake. You know, what I mean, the, the guys that you know, I'm gonna say is Drake. It's Future. It's all these guys that actually really do have incredible pens. Even guys like Migos that have phenomenal mm-hmm. penmanship, right. and and then then they have all like the layers, the bars, and 
you know, a lot of people, a lot of people forget that like Lupe really like set the tone for a lot of these guys. You know what I mean? Like it made way for the Kid Cudi's, the Wale's, and, and the Drakes, and Definitely. a lot of like Facts. Lupe. Lupe was a open was the one that opened the door and you know arguably gave Kanye his his cool because Kanye wasn't as fashionable as Lupe was. Right. Until he met, until him right. and Lupe started to work together, you know what I mean? Because Lupe upped the ante with like very much high fashion and go yards, and like people right. weren't talking about go yards yeah, before Lupe. Yeah, you know yeah. Facts, um, dude. That's so. crazy when you think about it. Like, and what the fuck is go yard and yeah. that dumb it down track? That's what he said. Like, Man, no. nobody was really talking about Hermes uh, or, or anything like yeah. that before him. So I feel, I feel. Yeah. Like, so like that. That was. A, High key, like early influence, and then Tech Nine just on like yeah, like the strength Rap of his his whole and, thing. Yeah. One thing I learned about him recently was that what they would do, maybe still do, they have a um they have a song called like uh, Caribou Lou, where they they the the hook is just like the ingredients to this drink. Like they were almost just like how we would like pop off was like yo tech put the fuck yeah uh, yeah Tech his whole like strange music thing, and his uh it was called like Caribou Lou. They put the whole like uh ingredients in the mix of like the hook. And then when they would pull up to venues, they would tell the venue owners and shit, be like, yo, listen, y'all can keep the bar or whatever, but we want 100% of the sales from this specific drink. And his fan base is all like about that shit. When that song comes on, they all go to the bar and buy that drink. So you might make an extra fucking three racks, however much, of people just buying this one drink. And you, yeah, keep keep the bar, whatever. Keep whatever the fuck. This like, specific drink is that Right. That's so, crazy. That's dope. That's so, next level. You got a bit of a hustler in you. Yes. Without a doubt. And yes. recently, you had just told us in the group chat, uh, you had came up on a sponsorship. Yes. Or a, right, a partnership sponsorship. By This is wild, man, too, because I haven't heard this brand since 2012. When I used to smoke them every day when I was living out in California with Swisher Sweets. Yes, How'd that happen? Um, really just digging. Just digging, finding out like who wants to put a stamp on rising talent. And I found out that the Swisher brand wanted, they had like an artist program that they were putting money into and, and co-signing artists that were on the come up. And, you know, me just like, I was like, hey, shot in the dark. I mean, you right. send out like 20 emails a day, you might get like three back if you're lucky. And I was like, let me just try it out. So I filled out an application. You know, what did they say? Dotted my eyes, crossed my cues, whatever the. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, I just made sure. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. I tried to make sure all that shit was in order. I sent that right. Exactly. I did. I did the work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so um, I reached out to them, and, and Danielle and Jason got back to me, and like it was a relationship that worked out. You know what I mean? And like it wasn't nothing like too over the top what they were asking for. And what I was getting in return was like, I don't know. It was dope enough. So, what was it? I mean, they cut a check. Okay. They, they cut gave a, you anything else? They cut a check. They gave me some merch. And uh, they had a couple like artist events where like you'd just be able to go. Yeah. Dope, dope. Yeah, cool. yeah. So it was a cool little thing. Now you and, got um, to, uh, you speaking of where you going and stuff, you got to go to Costa Rica, right? Now was, this was recently? Yeah. That was, wasn't with oh, Swisher though. I was okay. going to ask that, yeah. That was, um, so a girl who was on the student planning committee, was a fan of my music for nice. a couple of years by that point. And she reached power out. Power of music, bro. It's beautiful. It's the, yeah, yeah the power of the music, yeah. the internet, bro. Like, and I was just, I was just very blessed to be a part of that, man. Like, I don't know. I'd never been out of the country before. And it was for Costa music. Costa Rica is your first place, huh? 
for music, that was the biggest thing. I'll go, I'll go to Baghdad for music. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty far too. Costa Rica is pretty far. Man. It was beautiful. It was, though. it was a cool trip, man. I, I had a lot of fun. We had like two days off where we went to the beach and like an organic coffee farm. That was super dope. Okay. The shows were sick. Um, people like didn't even know, like they might not have known what I was saying, but they felt the vibe and it's shit. Just the energy, yeah. Which is all you really need in music, especially when it comes out to like being foreign. Like you just gotta yeah. connect. You gotta People love. People don't have to understand what you're saying, man. They gotta feel gotta that connect. love, man. Yeah. That soul, that connection. Yeah, you come out flat, it ain't gonna work. Nah, and I'm like, I'm definitely. I know you not, ain't coming like, out flat. Yeah, nah, yeah, I can't, yeah. bro. Like, there's too many people that don't take this shit seriously enough to where like they they'll go onto a stage and not like give 150. percent You know what I mean? And like, you gotta, I don't know, you gotta leave it all on the stage and give people like a good show. There's a saying in the industry. Lot, a lot of like upcoming artists, everybody, even even well, like well established, it's like one in one thousand. You know what I mean? Facts. Mm-hmm. No, one, yeah, one facts. One in one thousand, and it's like people don't understand that. You know what I mean? They feel like ah, oh, I can only give my energy when there's more than you know a hundred yeah. people in front of me. You know what I mean? It's just like we haven't you, earned it nah, yet. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah. Nah, nah, it hasn't happened for, for you yet. yet. Yeah. You gotta you gotta give those ten people. Those one people. I don't care if it's just the people that work at the bar, bro. Right. Like, no, yeah. Make somebody your fan. Yeah, exactly, man. Those like those are the people that like. It was almost the same thing with the lunch runs. Sometimes like it would be ten people. Sometimes it would be two. You know what I mean? But you just gotta like connect. Be persistent. You gotta yeah, exactly. yeah. Be you know consistent, persistent. Just be like down with the people that are there. It's not about the people that aren't there because they're not hip yet. You gotta put people on. You know what I mean? And, like just keep doing what you do, and if it's dope. Like, just keep honing what you do. And when it's dope enough, people are going to catch on, bro. That's the magic about music, though. You can literally just put something on SoundCloud. It's happened to me. You put something on SoundCloud and just go as organic. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I remember I came across one of your tracks. I have one of your tracks on my SoundCloud. And every time I go to play, there's the advertisement. Ten times out of ten. So do you get money from that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good for you, bro. Good little checks. Yeah, yeah, good little sure. checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the streaming money isn't like what. Yeah, what, what people you make it out to. Yeah. like you should you go and get touring your sponsorship yeah, bag. Exactly. You're touring money. You know what I'm saying? That's why, like people like Kari that are really doing their fucking thing, hey. like that interview with T, mm. bro. He put down some game in that interview. If so you're paying you attention, the sprite, hmm? sprite one. No, 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 no. T, um, from Atlanta. You have you met her? She's dope. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kuz, yeah. Kuz put that. Kuz put that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. super dope. And she's got a dope platform that she just shines a lot of light on artists. And he did an interview with her. And he talked about his first tour and shit. And I was like, that's a lot of game. That is a lot of fucking game. Because Kari's done it. Like, Kari's doing it. Yeah, doing it over and, and over again. One of my favorite things he ever did was that, uh, was it like the Times Square? He was standing in the, um, the magazine rack. Yo, <laughs> I was like, this dude is on I his shit, dude. I was like, yo. I, I don't remember know. this one. What was that? New York City. He was yeah, like, but like, tell me about it because I don't remember. He was I think, like a, I, I'm pretty sure he was just rapping in like a magazine stand in like New York, Um, what's it called? Times Square. I'm pretty sure. Oh, dope. I don't remember that. Yo, dude. <laughs> look it up. It yeah. might still be on YouTube. Right? Ask him about it. You know what I'm I saying? Am, like, I'm going to have to. I'm going to text him right now. <laughs> yeah, facts. Yo. But yeah, dudes like that, like that have like put in like just the work abroad. Like those are dudes of like with knowledge and shit. You know, and you seem like that that type of dude, and and you know it's more than just the music now too, as an artist. You know what I'm saying? Your your brand is more than just uh, sixteen over. You know, some eight oh eights. You have your own yeah. podcast, right? Well, no, Still I've been did. Off, I've been yeah. off that for a minute. It was it was pulling me out of the music too much. Really? Yeah, it was pulling me out of the music. I was doing too much 
podcast and not enough music. Yeah, I felt like if I just like went, I feel about if my I went a bit. little bit hard. <laughs> How's that going? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, no, but I felt like if I just like pulled back from this and like with that extra time just went back into the studio like an extra night and just like laid down some verses, like I could bang out like way more shit. And I, I just felt like that was more of like, I don't know, you gotta you gotta go with like what is telling you to come. You know what I'm saying? Like is I don't know. And like podcasting was dope, but I was like, let me just fucking let me just make this music. <laughs> let me just fuck around and just make this music. That's good though. I mean, it pushed you. It, like you were talking about, I'm sure music and culture and, and everything. Yeah. And like the cool thing is that like I don't know much about you, but I know well enough to know that you are a true creative. So it's probably what happened was that you got sparked into it. Like you're talking all this music, you're talking all this culture, all this creativity, and you got reinvigorated. Yeah, you know I mean, Pretty I can't much. believe that. I can't imagine that that's exactly what happened. Where it was just like. Yo, I, my brain is working again. I'm like, I yeah. might have had a writer's block, or you know what, my writing has always been good. I never stopped being in the studio, but this changed my perspective, and it and it gave me something much wider, much yeah. longer for me to talk about. So that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, there aren't people that can be that multifaceted. You know what I mean? So that's that's definitely something to congratulate about you because. There aren't many people that can, like, can, let's just say for a cameraman, there aren't many people that can be behind a camera like they can be in front of it, right? So that's mm-hmm. why, like, you, you just have these different sets of people. So right. the fact that you can do... I wanted, three, I wanted to three, just meet, like, seven. very interesting people. And that sparked you. Know, you. Like my sparked first, my first interview on that thing was, um, what was he? He was, like, a... I don't know. He'd be talking about like UFOs and shit. Nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would talk about like Bigfoot. We, like we got him off going like crazy about everything. It's, and, a, hot like, com- it's a hot commodity right now. <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'd be talking about UFOs. Wow. We'd be talking about Sasquatch, ghosts, all that stuff. We had like paranormal experts. We have a uh, dominatrix on one time. Actually, oh, okay. for, a Chris- for a Christmas episode, okay. we had my boy whipped. And he was singing Jingle Bells while getting whipped. That's our whipped. next joint right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we need we to get like, Jenna to become Bells a dominatrix. She you, bro. It was bad, funny. We almost like we got in trouble <laughs> though because we were doing it at BOA and they was like, "Yo, that shit was fucking crazy." You guys are like teeing right, in there. Well, yo, I'm a big. You know Howard Stern? Yeah, course. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah of, course. of course. You know what I'm saying? I was a big Howard. Like I am a big Howard Stern fan. So I was like, "Yo, what if we just did like some crazy shit?" Bro, yo, wait, so you had <laughs> your boy got whipped. To the tune of Jingle Bells? Yeah, we put the beat on and he was Jingle Bells, Jingle... (laughs) (laughs) It was mad funny, dude. At one point, we got a clip of it. She, like, hits him extra hard and he goes... Ah, like he flinches and shit. I was like, oh, oh shit, right. man. It was, she was gold. That's gold. <laughs> That's the yeah. We gotta she we gotta work gold, on that. Bro. Yeah, we gotta. I'm, I'm buying fun. Jenna I will a be. leather dominatrix suit. <laughs> I'll be. We're in gonna full get bondage. Aaron in here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro. Put the gag ball in his yep. mouth. Yeah, Aaron, I'm we, sorry, bro. I am. You're a part of this now. <laughs> we had like crazy guests. Like we had like orgy photographers on there. Like oh, tight. tight. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Like mm. it was shit that I was like genuinely interested in finding out more about. Because I was like, it's crazy that there's just like. Stigma towards it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's exactly. A bad stigma towards it, like totally, and like you just spread awareness and understanding, even if it's some shit you would never fucking like. I don't know, I just wouldn't be down. You know, what I mean, we went to um a swinger party because of they they came on our oh, show. Like, they were like, come to the swinger some, party. There's some here, bro. There, I know. Low key, I, they used to be I gave a lot for one. No, um, they Elmwood Mills, where where right. where uh Dela Rosa Studio is. 
damn, I just put him oh, on blast. Yeah, but I because I gave him a ride, I gave him a ride because you know I, I do Uber on the side and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And he had told me he said, yeah, this this swinger parties here. Yeah. I said, what? Them them mill buildings have a yeah. lot of fucking. Yeah, the mill yo those mill buildings no, are serious. No, you know serious. Uh, you know the ones near um Fet and it, the, yeah it, oh, they used to call oh. it they used to call it the I room. And they would spray paint eyeballs in all the windows. It's like it's got like all the giant murals yeah. on it now. Yeah. It's a tall one. One time, me and my boy went in there. We was like fucking sixteen, just like boy. fucking around yeah, yeah, in yeah. abandoned buildings, West End shit. You know, what I mean? yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And um, we went in there. And one time, there was uh, there was like they had had like some sort of a party or something in there. Okay. And we walk in, and there was like it was like a makeshift like throne. They took like a chair. And just put it on a bunch of like milk crates and put it like a carpet over the top or like a drape over the top. It looked like a big ass like demon throne. That's awesome. And I was like, damn, this is. They had skate ramps in there and everything. Oh, that's like, fire! You know what it reminds dope. me of? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yo, the first key. one, the first one low where the key. kids are escaped and they're all super working dope. for Shredder. <laughs> yeah, that's what it I sounds super like. Dope. I definitely used to like yo. So when I was sixteen, you probably weren't even born yet. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I actually nah, don't bro, even you know ain't that old. Right, about to say that. So I was like, I don't even know how old you are, man. Okay. <laughs> back in my day, but <laughs> back I, used in to, my day. I used to kick it in those meals too, man. It definitely yeah, had the same it was like a thing to do, man. It was like the thing to do, which is kind of crazy. Because people like, are attracted met, to those meals. I've met like random like taggers and shit where we would just kick it for the whole day, like one off. We would just kick it for the whole day. We met at like. They used to have one in back of the Providence Place Mall. Big, long Absolutely, building. absolutely, yeah. That shit was legendary, yeah. bro. You would have Just to, like... Just knock that dumb shit down. Yeah, that's, they knocked it down, right? Because yeah. that, that was the shit that got whacked with graffiti. Oh, yeah, but it was beautiful. So dope. Was beautiful. So dope. Like, when you would go in there, it was just, like... Just remnants of like the world, and on top of that, like a whole new world growing out of it. They're, like, they're, shutting, they're, they're, they're either they're either <laughs> revamping or knocking down the old club over there. At, at in the, the living room, point. is that what it's called? The, well, they're the knocking living room, that shit down. The living wow. room was was we, you know where the gas stations are right there on Pleasant Valley. There's like a Dunkin'. Yeah, right yeah, now yeah, the, the living room factory. was right behind it. No, I'm talking about the one that's right on the water. So like right when you're on the street of India Point Park. Mm-hmm. So like. You know, leaving Hot Club and, and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So you're right on that main highway where the hotel is. There's a, there was an old club there that it's like completely mm. abandoned. It's gutted. I think that yo, bro. So Keo, so Keo does like yeah. music videos in yeah, there. Yeah, Three yeah. Live does th- music videos. Which in there. going which way though? Going towards the hotel. Going towards downtown. If you're no towards, no. towards the hotel. Yo, it's funny like Don't hearing uh, directions when you're from yeah, like yeah, Rhode yeah. Island because everybody just Wait be a like minute. the old fucking McDonald's oh, that yeah, like yeah. Think. yeah man we live we live by like monuments like, yeah, yeah, yeah monuments. It's bad. Funny like but that, you had yeah. mentioned oh going towards the Radisson oh yeah yeah where would they put the Newport Ferry see the whole time just so, yeah, yeah. Monuments, yeah where they put the bro. Newport Ferry right Absolutely. there yeah they been yeah they been they been wanting to do that yeah, yeah I don't know if somebody bought it and is like making it into a club again but like, I would yeah, hope tons so of, like those those buildings like that yeah, yeah, that was a dope one too Sick. that was like um yeah we snuck in there a couple of times going there yo there was always like windows for you to break it felt like like an angry room you just go in there break TVs and shit there's something to be said for that you guys you guys break something you guys ever go to lad school. What? No, Lad never school? went to lad school. That right. was too so, much. So was Rhode, too Island, much. Rhode Island's got a lot of like old, creepy history to it. Is that it. the one up there? Exeter. It's down in Exeter. It's right by Job Corps. And lad school is like an old asylum that's Ugh. still up. Bugging. And it's yeah, man. bugging. And this <laughs> video is on. There's videos on YouTube about it, man. People go in there. Uh, we've gotten close. We never went in. I, my bitch ass ran. I turned around and said, I, I got to pee. Scary yeah, as fuck, yeah. I didn't even say piss. I said pee. That's when you know I was scared. He was a youngin'. 
Um, but there's a lot of there's a lot. It's funny you talk about these mills, man. Uh, we did we we shot a couple of videos. Yeah. Um, that was the look for a yeah. long time. Go to yeah. a abandoned spot, shoot yeah. a music video. I still think Facts. it is, man. I still oh, yeah, think no, it is. Yeah, I think it's it dope. I, damn, I forgot what mills we were at for uh for cruises videos. It's some prov shit. Yeah, like for sure. Definitely. The old, you got so old, much old mills is some prov shit. Like I mean, now they just turn them into lofts. <sighs> good, Talk man. about it, man. It's it, it yeah. It's, well, the one that so what kind of ticks me off? Could put jobs in there, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to be living space. Well, well that is a job. They better be affordable. That's yeah. my only thing. My only point Somebody of contention gotta maintain is like, that joint. Shit's got to be True. like affordable because a lot of times where they pop up is just in these areas where like nobody's gonna be able to pay twelve hundred. Like you yeah. know who's well, gonna that's be paying you know I mean? for you? Yeah, most. Yeah, I mean, like at the West End, twenty five. You know exactly. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. But like fucking, you know, certain areas like they'll they'll knock it down. Put out a, a sign right on the corner. What do you want to see this space used for? And then people say dope things like skate parks or like community parks or like a food. Like yeah, we'll put a law. Oh, fuck it. And yeah. then they end up just being like you know fucking the dicks apartments and shit. It's like what's the cult? What's the culture supposed yeah. to be if it's all places where people are like going to sleep? Well, what I think this not to get too deep into the political side of things, but what I think they're doing is they is that they they recognize that people who want to continue to work in Boston but can't afford to live in Boston, mm. can now come down here. Yes, we'll have these luxury lofts, especially the new ones going up on Westminster. The new ones on Westminster, they're luxury lofts, but they're still going to be more, they're going to be affordable. affordable. Excuse me. Yeah, they're going to be affordable uh, compared to living in Boston. Boston's and you're not, right next to the train. Yeah, you're exactly. Really like you have, your commute is shortened mm. and, and your rent is like 80% 80%, almost yeah. 95%. Yeah. And on top of that, they're going to build the train station in Pawtucket. On the Central Falls, Pawtucket line, right there on Dexter Street in the in the mm. industrial area. Yeah. Which now it's already raised the cost of living in Pawtucket and the train station isn't even there. Yeah. They they know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? They 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 what they like to do is get the community involved a yeah. little bit. And then it's like, you know what I'm saying? Because well, it's, it's kinda day, like it's kinda like they're they're doing like they're doing like what I don't know. It's kind of like expected to sort of like, I don't know, what was that term again? Dot your I's, cross your T's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it's almost saying? like, hey, like, just being like hey, hey, what would you guys like to see? All right, great. Now that you've due you know, diligence, fucking, bro. That's due what, diligence. yeah, this is all they're doing is they're doing they do, their due diligence. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, like, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I mean, our, our culture is always going to strive. That's the thing. Like, yeah. nothing's going to change our culture from striving. That's the real shit. Like, when Trump became president, all right, this motherfucker's racist. All right, this motherfucker's like crazy, endorsing all this crazy shit. But you know what? Our culture is going to thrive no matter what because we got our fucking, our fallout shelters. You know what I'm saying? Our troops, our places where we go and vibe. You and feel it's me? worked. It's going to continue to. So, um, all I'm saying. Speaking, speaking about our culture, um, lunch bag. What what's been your favorite performance so far? Costa Rica is like we gotta black that out because okay. that's right? different. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah different. for sure. We, we just know that that's amazing. You've put on some shows here yeah, locally. Yeah. What been your what what's what's one show that you've been a part of that like you still think about today that you either like have been able to recreate or have like gotten bigger inspiration from mm. from just that one moment? I mean, you've done. A lot of shows. Yeah, it's like different, different. What's one that you can pinpoint? Ah, oh, man, one that you was like, "Yo, that was a performance of mine that I enjoyed. That I wish that I was in the crowd for." Mm. So one time, I think it was Unknown Studios. They had a show, like a fashion show, at the Black Box, 
And that was like one of my favorite performances because the crowd was just so lit. Yeah, everybody yeah, just yeah. like was hearing me the for the first time. Energy. Yeah, without yeah, like and, and like everybody was hearing me for the first time, and it was kind of just like, all right, show and prove time. Mm-hmm. So like Bland comes on, I'm hitting motherfuckers with beaters, mm-hmm. and like dude, it was like I don't know, it was that was the time. Um, the the Freedom Rally was super dope. I popped dope. out and did a song for that. Um, I mean, there's been so. I mean, any like TDN event where like we like Aurora, mm. mad shows at Aurora were just lit on top of lit, just like people just coming in and like catching a vibe, you know. Like you've hosted a bunch of them with yeah, Cooch and shit, Nino. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yo, like even even performances where I was just like hopping on for a guest verse, it would just be so fresh, you know. So I guess any any part where like people are hearing you for the first time and they're fucking with you. It's just like such an invigorating experience. Cool, you know, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, new music. Yeah, yeah, lots of new music, man. Twenty twenty. I'm trying to drop like a video every week. How do you feel about putting out music now compared let's, to let's when we it. first, you know, in twenty twelve, where it was, was kind of like the the promotion run was different. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my shit was doing worse in twenty twelve than it is right. now. Kay. You know what I mean? So like, I feel I feel good. You know what I mean? I feel like the way that putting stuff out has changed in a way that favors the creative. You know what I mean? You can just like pump stuff out and with platforms like IG, with platforms like TikTok that are developing, like you can just tap into new audiences like every day with just fresh content and shit. So like dropping stuff is no thing. I want to drop things every week. And you don't feel like it'll ever be too much. Nah, because at the, because at this point, like if you're dropping something, if you're if you're posting like four times a day, still not even like half of the people on your IG are seeing it. Right. So it doesn't matter. That that whole thing of like Wild. overposting, that's just dead now. Yeah. You can you can post four times a day, and people like new people will see we'll it. Only see it once. Right. <laughs> and the people and the people that are seeing it again want to be seeing it anyways. They want to see your shit three times a day. If it's, if it's dope shit, yeah. like yo, I'm out Very here. Very po- Gary V of you. It's very guy V. Yeah. Facts. I mean that. Yeah. yeah, he knows. Yeah, you yeah, watch old interviews yeah. with him. Yeah. He was singing that shit a long time ago. You know, yeah, they, he's that been ahead of like, the game, man. Yeah, and in a lot of ways, he has been ahead of the game, bro. And like, um, at the same time, like a lot of people overthink the whole right yeah, output. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just put shit out because a lot of times, like, people just want to see. People want to be like dropped into the middle of your day. They don't necessarily want to see like this big ass music video. They want to see like. You chilling, making pancakes while like writing raps. You know what I'm saying? Like they want to see crazy. that type shit. It's so crazy how how it's evolved from. I I couldn't wait to just go home and put on MTV jams and just watch videos after right. videos after videos. It's now, different now, bro. I haven't even watched the music video once this year. Right, I haven't because I just I don't know. It's not like my thing anymore. Now it's kind of like I agree. It's like oh, word, you're writing while making pancakes. That's fresh. That's dope. <laughs> it's different. Yeah, it's it, the consumer experience. We've talked about this a lot. I, I feel like that's been the one reoccurring theme on this podcast. The consumer experience now is so different. It's so so different. You just wanted to be quick and convenient. Yeah, and, but you want to like it. That's right. the one thing. You don't want to cringe at it. You just want to like it and say, I don't care if it's 50. I, I remember Crit had, um, he had something. On Crit's of, another GOAT, oh, by the way. Another Crit, major bro. influence for Crit. sure. Uh, I, forgot, I forgot what it was. on. Um, I think it was Re- Return of Forever where he's talking about how the A&R could tell if it was a hit song within 30 seconds or yeah, something it, like that's that. That's an yeah. industry thing. Yeah. That's definitely an industry and thing. 
Beautiful and thing. Now, now look what at he it. Said on look that at shit. it. Yeah. yeah, look at it now. You know what I'm saying? It's like 50 seconds of a track. It's like a, it's a hit. It's not even a full track anymore. But we we get a minute preview well, on when, when you think when you think about how far along you are 30 seconds into a song. Right. I mean, most songs are only four minutes. Right. I mean, well, nowadays nowadays two. fucking two. Right? Yeah, you're getting. You, you'll be lucky if you get two two fifty. I yep. mean, you're you're really Facts. lucky. Like most. If you really look at a lot of the trap music, the new sound that's coming out of New York, um, songs are no more than like two, two fifteen, two thirty. You know what I mean? Yep. So even even then, back then, when you know you're on an eight track recorder, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know, if a song is hot in the first fifteen seconds, you yeah. just know, and that's a lot of music. That's a, a lot. lot of sound. I mean, you get. You're already you're already at thirty seconds. You're you're only you're only twenty seconds from away from the first hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, or the first That's bridge true. or the first whatever. You know what I mean? You're you're already knee deep into the song. So mm-hmm. if you're a good A and R, you know. You, you know. already know, yeah, yeah. okay. That's yeah. already eight. But I think that by the 30, 30 to seconds, that's already more than eight bars. It's already that's already there. You're already you're already listening to. Sometimes songs, you know, they're they're not starting off with some sort of like intro. You know what I mean? It's just like straight rap. Yeah, you're there. So, and that's that's definitely like um, that's a way. You know what I mean? Like that's that's definitely like a paradigm, a viewpoint of a lot of things. Um, like it's a theme. But like artists like Crit are still able to, I don't know, like be true to their sound, you know what I'm saying? And have like full length projects with backbone, you know what I mean? Oh, oh, yeah, exactly. You know, and like there's certain there's certain things that just don't fade in time. Well, certain quality that doesn't fade in time. I also think too though, because they developed their fan base at a time where right. it was a thing still. Now I feel like if somebody knew was to come out and really like, right, let's look at the baby, right? Uh-huh. Uh, he had that track where he put out the trailer video too. You know, the trailer is which is that app that allows you to yeah. kind of like cut up and make a short music video and stuff like that. I became a fan of that track, not because I heard it on the project, right? But because I saw that video, right? And you know what I'm saying? That video was only a minute long, right? I don't. I feel like an artist like Crit. Couldn't or, or excuse me, I don't feel like the baby could do what Crit did. You get what I'm saying and make a a full out you know project like that with the backbone with with some concept to it and sure. stuff like that because his fan base or because he's new and he's trying to reach out to new sure. fans. Yeah, it just wouldn't work for him. And it depends on what you want. To be honest, exactly. a lot of times it just depends on what you want as, because as the artist, right? yes, exactly. more, more than like, anything. What do you? Yeah, that's really, the most important what, thing. What do you yeah. want? Because if if that's what you want. There's nothing wrong with either one, I don't think. By any means, get it, bro. Like, if you make fucking 20 mil in a year and you was working some construction job before, like, that's a win. That's a win to me. Even if, like, next year you're not in the same position. Doesn't matter, bro. So you out here. The new music that you're going to be putting out in yes, 2020, sir. man, how you feeling? You feeling like you kind of want to stick to stick to the current plan of, like, you know, short music, short songs, which, again, me as a... Me as a hip hop historian, like, or just a music historian in general, like, I don't see anything wrong with two minute songs. I don't see anything wrong with like projects that are full of hit singles and not necessarily anything like you know, yeah, elongated and 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 extracted and like extracted. Like, what's what's your game plan for twenty twenty? Are your songs gonna be like two minutes? Are you trying to hit? Nah, man, something big. Like, I don't know. Like. <clears throat> for me, it's song to song. Mm. If a song is two minutes long, it's two minutes long. We're not forcing a third verse. We're not forcing two hooks. 
you know, if it doesn't even have a hook, but it's a hot fucking four minutes, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever you want to do. And, you know, for me, my whole thing is, like, I'm an artist, um, and I like I like to have who I am come across in whatever song you're hearing, whether it's one of my rap joints or whether it's a more, like, EDM influence, which I've been known to get down in. You've also uh, kind of strayed away from actually hip hop, right? I think you started yeah. to do a little bit more. You got back to like your original roots. Of yeah, like, like playing the guitar and shit on a lot of my. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah, just kind of doing, own. just doing my own thing. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Okay, like okay. whether I'm like sitting in front of a camera with a guitar, like just writing some guitar shit. You know what I mean? It's like, but I think what I'm gonna be pushing for the most part is like my musicianship going forward. Cool. I want to really exhibit that fact about myself. Is that like the composition? I be writing shit. Yeah, I be right. making songs. You know, I don't just write hot verses. Yeah, yeah, I produce yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, I produce some fucking fire. Uh what what has it been like for you working with Larry O? It's been dope. Ooh, legend. Yeah, yeah. Larry O. I mean, I've Big known legend. I've known Larry O since. Los came out. Los, excuse me. Cruz. Damn, did it again. Cruz came out with a project called Live Fly or Die Grounded, and this was. I think this is before his name was Cruz. So he he had gone by another name. And we've known Larry O since then. And that was 2011, 2010. Larry has instilled in me a lot of knowledge about... He knows everything, bro. Whether it's FL. Yes. Whether it's just the social media shit. Because up until a couple months ago, I was not on like my social media shit as I have been for the past couple months where I've been trying to like post more frequently, be more engaged with that sort of shit. I was like kind of hitting a brick wall where I was like, bro, I don't know like really what I want to do. Yeah. Like I, I, I want to, I feel like, that on a personal level. I want to, I want to yeah. like put my art out, but how do I sort of like get, I don't know, interest in it. And he just gave me like some insight that like changed my whole, like flipped my whole perspective on the whole thing. I was like, you get me pretty much. Yeah. That, Exactly. It yeah, was just yeah, fucking yeah. game. And, and you know what's crazy too? Because I see what he does with the you get me stuff. And I remember Gary V talking about how Gary V always has that that certain sound in the beginning of all of his videos yeah. that kind of resonates with you. It's right. the same thing with Larry O's videos. When you watch Larry O's videos, you know this yeah. is gonna happen with that sound. You build And he's grinded for it, bro, and he deserves everything that he's been getting. And, and I've just forward, like I've been bro. like kicking it with them in our studio sessions, just like hearing what's going on with him and just being like, yo, and you, you deserve all that shit, bro. He's a underrated fucking time. Underrated talent. Underrated yo. talent. Because you forget he was a drummer. Yes. A lot of people don't yes. if you don't know Larry. Scared on fear yes. shit. Yes, Scared on fear. Shout out Frankie. Yes. Shout out Chris Jungles, man. Yes, bro. Oh man. Legendary just, shit. They Legendary were in my uncle's studio with me, man, back in the day and just and to see Larry Owen, to see where he comes from, and then to see you working with him, that's why. I, there it is. That's why I said cowbell. I said, that's what. It, it's that something special. Off. That was something special, and and man, just just um, to watch you work with. I that. can say just very grateful, yeah. you know, because it was a show at Aurora, and he came up to me and he was like, "Yo, like you should come work at the studio," and that's how I kind of entered the fold. Was him just like taking a liking to the things I had put out. And um, just like being able to like sit in on sessions, work and collaborate with him on songs, and then just all the the game that you soak up in the meantime, it's like priceless as an artist, especially somebody who like, I don't know, I haven't been like in that field as long as he has. And on mm-hmm. top of that, like he's just got like the like machine brain, like the way that dude thinks is just like he's an encyclopedia, next level, bro. bro. Yeah, yeah, facts. And so like 
you get knowledge and you just you got to take it and run with it, man. Lario. Yeah. So shouts out to Lario. That's the homie. Yeah, we gotta get him on here, man. Yes, definitely gotta get absolutely. Him on here. Come on, legendary episode. Oh man. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go to the left real yeah. quick, man, because we're it's talking funny. too much about me, man. Yeah, Let's yeah, talk about no, you. No, 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 no. It, it, it's this all past, about you, man. <laughs> <laughs> this past weekend, man, I went down this this fucking rabbit hole. I'm not gonna look. My girl, my girl is a a big fan of boy bands. Okay, and I remember one night. There's been a lot of them too. I remember one night we were fucked up. I was fucked up in the car, and she she started playing uh, "Tearing Up My Heart" by NSYNC. Okay. And I don't know what it was. Yo, that late 90s bop. It was that late 90s. That, that shit just had me going. And recently this past weekend, I just started listening to boy bands. And it had me thinking. I'm just like, I was bored, bro. I was down in the middle of fucking Exeter doing fucking work. He was and, at uh, lad school. Yeah, I was. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's the it's the, the ghost of Instinct's past that got into me. <laughs> and uh, Jabron, Jabron, you fuck with some boy bands? Absolutely, yeah. Because I, I grew it's up funny. In, I, I was hearing nineties, man. I was hearing, <laughs> so I was hearing, I was hearing some of the tracks. And I'm like, yo, I don't know why, but I, I see Jabron dancing to this shit. And I remember, yes. the, yo, I remember this one time at at Salon. I remember you just because you know how they have the mirrors there. And I just saw you just <laughs> in the mirror, just one, two, three. Uh, one. I remember, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I don't know why that shit, that shit fucking was in my head. Yo, sh- Salon though. Yo, yeah. I haven't been out of Salon key, in a minute. It was man. one of our low key nights. Salon, yeah. Salon, man, we could talk about in that. The beginning we will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we should. Because <laughs> I could, I could go for Salon has Salon. spawned so much debauchery, bro. So, oh my so much debauchery. Sign, so much, bro. It's I've blacked out at Salon before. Um, Many times. <laughs> I got to I gotta ask you guys who had the better run? In mm. sync or Backstreet Boys? Want to start lunch bags? I mean, bro, I I I barely remember that shit to be honest. I mean, I think that like just off the strength of like Justin Timberlake spawning a real career. Yeah, from you, his I whole mean, that's, thing, I'd say I'd say in sync just off that whole shit. See, but you see, I that's such a cop out. That's such a because wow. always oh, it's Timberlake. Okay. Backstreet Boys did it first. So what? They did it first, and they matter. were bigger. They did it better. They, they did it bigger. Life, the larger than life. All right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not like you've been the one in the <laughs> rabbit hole. I ain't been in no rabbit holes with this shit. <laughs> uh, but I, NSYNC had those bops, though. They had. They had. Some they shit. did the one that was I, in the um the bye bye bye. That that shit gone. Was that produced by Timberland? What gone? There's some shit. I think no. Yeah. Timberland. No. It sounded like he Timberland produced, produced it. He yeah. produced some NSYNC, really? I, it sounded like Timberland wow. production. I'm matter of fact, let me pull that shit up. Because it sounded, it sounded like Jabron can't hear it though. Damn, my bad, G. It's all good. You gotta get that. Yo, how how crazy is it that producers like Pharrell at one point had like sixty percent of like the hits on the pla- like on the charts? He had produced them. Like so. Pharrell like still, Neptune shit, man. Pharrell currently has probably like seventy to ninety percent of current <laughs> that music shit today. Is amazing. So it's it, it it doesn't change. You know what I mean? When when yeah. you have somebody who's a composer like him, and you know, if you think about any other of your favorite producers from the nineties, there aren't many people who are as they're not many. They're not here. Timbaland just got back. Thank God he's still amazing. But 
Just Blaze is like, you know, you don't really hear much about Just Blaze, and he's one of my favorite producers, but... Just Blaze? Yeah, you know, you got... Just Blaze Where did I see that? Where was you this past weekend? Oh, man, yeah. See, I just had to put that shit on pause. Where, where was you this past weekend? I saw that. I saw Just Blaze on the screen. Yeah, I was at I was at Duce Palooza this weekend in New York. Okay. Um, and it was... What's that? Duce Palooza, Palooza is basically like an indoor festival. It's really yeah. the best way that I could say. It's an indoor festival. Nowadays, it's mainly at stadiums because mm-hmm. they've grown so, so large. They've been around for seven years. And it's a big festival that's sponsored by... A liquor company. Do um, Yeah, mm-hmm. for many years, it, well, for many years, it, it was, was Henny. Henny. It was yeah, called yeah, Henny Palooza. Henny Palooza. All right. And then Duce came, and I guess, you know, marketing-wise, they just kind of do that. A certain hard liquor company has it for a certain amount of years, and they just, they'll, they'll keep going like that. But I believe it's only been two so far. Yeah. It's been Henny Palooza and Duce Palooza, from what I, from what I know. Um, legendary night, man. Legendary for me as, like, a hip-hop purist. But I'm going to talk about that on the Prov Report. So we'll oh, get back okay. to that. okay. All right. Yeah, All right. We'll, get, we'll get right back to that. So I just thought. That sounds like Timbaland. Some of it, yeah. Like I can I can hear that. So like the way the drums kind of fall, yeah. The thing and is that with Timbaland beats, you know when it's a Timbaland beat. There's no, there's no way to deny it. This is very, there's very There's no close. way to deny a Timbaland beat, just like there's no way to deny a Pharrell beat because Pharrell starts all of his beats with a three count. Always. It's always just that. I'm still, I, like, I was okay a little tight at myself that I went down that rabbit hole. But nah, man. That's sometimes your music was fun, bro. The late I, 90s music. You, really, you, can't, you can't, like, discredit that. No, nah, I mean, not at all. First off, so to answer your question, NSYNC, Factually, oh yeah, had they were bigger. the biggest yeah, yeah, yeah. and best run because each one of them was popular. I mean, each, that's true. Each one yeah, of look them at their careers, post and sync. Yeah, that's yeah, true. You didn't have you, there wasn't one that somebody loved loved more. You know what I mean, Timberlake just had the more star power. He was also a star for a lot longer than the majority of the guys on on. Like, he was Netflix on like um. Disney. Wait a minute, Disney shit. Right? Wait a minute. See, now I'm looking that at shit this blows cover. my mind. That's so crazy. I'm looking at this cover. All right, so you got you got Timberlake. There's a video of him and um, what's the actor? He was in the um. Who's this guy to the left? It was the white like? dude? Uh, he was in the uh, fuck. He looks. He was like in the movie Driver. The Shell Station. Who? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. He um he was in a uh, like a little boy band with them. He was like mad young. Oh, Justin that, Timberlake that and fucking the, uh, Ryan Gosling. That was the Disney Club. I saw a clip of them. That uh, was what Disney Disney uh, Club Mickey Mouse Club back in the day. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. him, uh, Justin. T- I don't know. I didn't know that Ryan Gosling was mm-hmm. in that, but it was Justin, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. That's Britney crazy. Spears, like they were all in that joint together. That's There's crazy. videos of Justin and Britney like together. I remember the video of him and Ryan Gosling because like, he was. Uh, they were singing Jodeci, bro. They can were covering them? some Jodeci song. <laughs> like, can you guys <laughs> name these five? I can only name Timberlake. I can't name those guys. Uh, uh, Stevie. Uh, J.C. Chavez. J.C. Yeah. Sounds Joey about right. Joey Bass. Joey Bass? No, it's um, yeah. Lance Bass. Lance Bass. Lance Bass. These two are gay. I know these two are gay. <laughs> no, that's that's a fact. They, they are. They, they. No, I remember he, he went but to space or something. Guy? One of them went to space. He just admitted that he was a couple He went years. to space, though. I remember somebody, somebody went to space. One of them went to space. Uh, look, look. I, I keep on cracking jokes on this guy. He looks like a manager at a Dunkin' Donuts. Damn. Or a show. I don't know. He just... Uh, who is he? What's on his coat right now? I don't know. That bro. on his sleeve of his coat, that shit. Look is at fresh. the nineties, yo. The nineties was just a different style, bro. 
Well, that was also early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Ni- late 90s, early yeah. 2000s. What is that? I don't know. It's fresh, though. But yeah, it was a different swag then. You know what I mean? Like, you could wear some some wild <laughs> shit. Remember <laughs> making the band? It, like, you yeah, could wear some town. wild shit, but it wouldn't even be, like, I don't know. It wouldn't even be wild. Like, it was like they were just stepping out. High fashion. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what it was. It was right. High. But if you've seen it now, it's almost like, yo, what were we, what were we thinking? Like... How was that shit like not extra back but then? But I could it see was just kinda, like, it. But dope. look at it now though. Look at the high end fashion now. Oh, yeah, it's kind of right. it's kind of like circulating back to that to that point where that was it was daring the norm of society. Yeah. And now look at look at high end fashion now, which everyone loves, everyone appreciates, but it's it's so different from the norm. You know what I'm saying? Which is the bomber jacket with the the. the I, I like how they're sort of like bringing in performance art to a lot of outfits now too. Right. With like, um, like performance pieces and like different like props that sort of like make the outfit. I don't know some extra, extra shit. Okay. I don't know. Like, didn't Lady Gaga show up wearing like no, some egg yes, thing? no, she wore, <laughs> she wore all was meat. meat. Yeah, she wore oh, all meat. meat. Yeah, she wore all meat. Yeah, cause I think that was also like backed by. I think she was like yeah, doing something. Peter like, or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. It was, it was some Peter crazy shit was about that. Yeah, awareness or something. yeah. I okay. think. Please, yeah. somebody correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> no. Um. I don't know what the fuck that was. That could have also just been Lady Gaga being Lady Gaga. Very Lady right. Gaga. Which, speaking of Lady Gaga, she, like, outside of A Star is Born, talk about somebody who just kind of disappeared. There's been a lot. Yeah, that was on purpose. Yeah? Yeah. She, she, there's, like, a whole interview about it. Oh, like, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. It was on purpose. She got, you know, fame got to her. She didn't want to be Ain't that famous. crazy? Fame is wild, bro. I, you know, I, think I understand. That, I understand. I think, yeah. fan, I think fandom is crazy. Yeah. I, don't, I don't believe that fame is crazy. I believe that fandom, in this particular subject, fandom is really where, where it's crazy. What do you mean by that? We romanticize our artists too much. So we put them on too high of a pedestal. Right, we romanticize people. And like, granted, Lady Gaga deserved all of it. Mm -hmm. She absolutely deserved all of it. But, you know, I think fame is crazy when you got Lizzo issues. Okay. You know what I mean? That's that's when fame is crazy, when you got divas and like real life divas who are like, bitch, I need every fucking Eminem blue. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's like the crazy shit. But even, yeah, even, yeah, even that stuff, I still understand because I'm on those side of things. But like fandom is really, is really where like the problem lies because like, look Mm -hmm. at, look at a guy like Logic or an Eminem, you know what I'm saying? Who completely like are are one of the same people, right? It's like Logic, Logic had a story very similar recently where he's talking about like, yo, I got, I left social media, you know, Mind you, Logic has not left his fame, but he left social media because he told a story where one day he was like, he came early to a festival. He was just trying to sit down and have lunch. I don't know if he was with his wife at the time or whoever. And some dude just kept coming up to him with a, with the phone and the flashlight in his hand. You know what I mean? And and Logic is like, yo, chill. You know, let's talk. Yeah. You know what I mean, how are you? What's yeah. up? How you doing? And the kid, all he cared about was his was was his fandom, his video to like recorded on social media. You know, and he logic continuously, continuously said, "Yo, just talk to me." He's like, "Yo, you coming to the show? No, bring your whole family. I'll get you guys front row. You know, free." Yeah, trying to do the right thing. Yeah, just much, trying right? to like make him forget that, like, yo, I'm gonna take care of you, but like, just talk to me like a real human he being. He wants clout. Look at what look what happened with Jay Z at Diddy's 50. Exactly that video. That's that shit is hilarious. So I, at first, what the happened? first time I watched it, I didn't understand what happened. The first time I watched it, it was probably because I saw it at like three o'clock in the morning. I was like falling asleep. Um, 
pretty much Jay Z's on the dance floor, uh, just chilling, doing Jay Z shit uh, at Diddy's fiftieth party. Now there's somebody near in Jay Z's vicinity recording, and Jay Z just snatches the phone right out of his hand. He's like, "Yo, don't record me. I don't want to be recorded right now." Right. And I think I think all of us as fans of Jay Z are just all of us as human beings. Some of my fans, it's kind of like I get that. You know what I'm saying? It's like because. I'm here. I'm not looking to be noticed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's mad pictures of me and shit. Well, I'm not like, here to be famous. I'm here to exactly. Like, I'm here to celebrate my friend's 50th birthday. Right. And now I get it. What you said about fame and, and fandom. Now I get it. It's like sometimes, man, it's just damn. More money, more problems. Biggie wasn't lying. So what? Sorry. What? What you also missed was that I can't remember the girls that she. Her name is her. Like she's an artist too. She started to freak out. So there's actually it was oh, happening simultaneously. Really? I didn't notice two things that. happening yeah. simultaneously. So Jay Z and Beyonce are together. You see Beyonce and Kelly Rowland dancing at this party. So Kelly right. Rowland was there. It was Jay Z, Kelly Rowland. There was a lot going on. It was Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, another artist who's a currently like on the rise artist. I can't remember her name. And then Jay Z behind them. You see Beyonce. You see her like. Geeking out about about Beyonce, geeking out, geeking out, and Beyonce's just like, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Meanwhile, this other thing is happening right behind them. Like the this girl's an artist. You're already famous. You know what I mean? Like, chill. The girls like forced like forced Kelly and Beyonce to take a photo. But you see, so oh, man. I forgot what song it was that was playing at the time. Oh, uh, it was Poison, I believe, or it something was like poison. that. Yeah, right. Yeah. You literally see Beyonce like chill and then try to dance. Like just I just wanna dance. You know what I mean? It's just you could right. just tell she wasn't saying much else. Her and Kelly Rowland are just trying to dance. And this girl like pushes them together. And at that same moment that the girl pushes them together, that kid pulls out his photo, tries and to Jay, take a photo oh, of, of Jay okay. and Jay snatches. So like it was happening simultaneously, yeah, yeah, yeah. whether they That's knew crazy. it or not, they was both having simultaneous. So again, oh. yeah. If I was at like Diddy's birthday party, I would hope that there was more people around that wouldn't that wouldn't be their tendency you but think, that's you but think you, know you would think yeah. that but you know what though and i noticed this just from somebody that i followed uh did he invited a lot of instagrammers to that party too and rightfully so i actually didn't know that that's yeah dope. yeah I, I noticed um there was a lot of popular instagrammers i i just happened to follow that happened to be there and now it's kind of all making sense you know what i'm saying because they they, they are what as as popular as Instagram as you are, right. you are not an A list. You know what I'm saying, right? So but what you're doing by inviting them is kind of like, yeah, come to the party. I don't have to pay fucking professional photographers and people that are like, you know, like I don't have to invite People Magazine or whatever the fuck. Yeah, because it'll get you're it'll just get gonna do you're yeah. gonna do what we'll benefits do you already. Right. I'm gonna just invite your shit. You know, right. yeah, I'm getting true. I'm getting media and public uh, publicity. How do you guys feel about? Uh, speaking on that party, how do you guys feel? There's a there's a very famous photo coming out from that. Chase Z just happened to be involved a lot that night, <laughs> of uh Pharrell, Kanye, Jay Z, and Diddy, and Kanye's approaching the trio of Pharrell, Diddy, and Jay Z, and Jay Z looks like Nah, don't say what up to me type of thing. I think a lot of people are misconstruing that photo. Yeah, of course, of course, because you if you see the other photos, like yeah, him and Kanye are showing a lot of love. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, isn't it funny how one photo can completely. paint a completely different yeah. story than what actually happened? Always. Yeah. Always, bro. I, Always. I don't think, I think Kanye and Jay are on very good terms. Uh, I want to say very good, but I say good terms. I would say good enough to the point that whatever happened, happened and Jay don't care. Um, 
And I think a lot of people are out to bring Kanye down more and more now because of his, his you know, affiliation with Donald Trump. And when they saw that photo, they're like, yeah, this is the time. And then I just remember seeing everybody kind of clowning Kanye for that. I'm thinking, do you guys not see everything else? See, that's why I like following Elliot Wilson a lot because he he puts everything out there. Anything he gets, he's like, yo, I'm out. It's out, it's out, it's out. And I saw a lot of photos of Jay and Kanye kind of just old Jay and Kanye. And it was good to see as a fan because you, you hope for that. Watch the throne too. I, don't, I doubt it's ever going to happen, but you hope for it and you it's good to see that Kanye and Jay on good terms because that that likes to tell that tells me that Kanye mentally may be in a good place because Jay is respecting it enough to see where he is. Lunchback, what do you think about that? Man, I don't know what to think about that. I think Did I Did you I see li- that photo? I like Jesus is King. I thought that was a good album. Cool. Uh, yeah, we talked <laughs> yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. I don't know. Caught man. a lot of slack for it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I I appreciate um, but it. But like no, I didn't I didn't see any photos or anything like that. But yeah, like if you I, see just, the photos, I just I yeah. just assume that like a lot of times there's like an understanding. Like when you're at that level and you've been in like the game for that long, it's kinda like, yo, you know, you know I fuck with you, bro. Mm-hmm. But like, you know. Yeah, you did some shit that fucked me. Yeah, it it's always a, me off. like it's yeah. always a look. Like it feels like it's always a look when it comes down to like you know I fuck with you, but like cameras around, like yeah. that type of shit. I don't know. I haven't seen any photos, so I don't know like you, what the you body think language. It's just like is? sometimes it's like smoke and mirrors and just sure. trying to like play. Yeah, you know, play, like play we nice. know the we know like what you know what I'm saying. Like they might know behind the scenes, like this is what Ye is doing right now, type shit. Whereas like many people will like feed into social media and be like, oh my god, he's wearing the hat. He's this, that, the third. Like it's like wrestling. You feel me? Yeah. Oh. Uh, so oh, if you in the oh, game, you kind of understand. Like, all right, he's being the heel right now. You know what I'm saying? That's like what he's kind of doing. Like, always. And like you, you take that into consideration maybe when you're being like photographed with the person. Perhaps. Don't know. I don't know. Like with this type of shit, I never know because I'm who am I? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jabron, I'm very <laughs> curious as to what you think about that. Uh, what specific point? That photo, exactly, and, and the reaction and and everything else from it. So the photo, I feel like it's ton like four of the most influential human beings to our culture. Sure. With the music ever bro, for sure, right yeah. Now. Forty plus years, and between the four of them, each one of them changed the landscape over and over and, and over, over again. Yeah. So I believe that <clears throat> that photo is necessary. Yep. It's important, and it's culturally. And just between men, or just right. people in general, the right thing to do, period. Um, the hype behind it, I, bl- I think that peop- like the internet is a funny place, and too many people take the internet too serious. Um, people are trolling. It's no, funny. Of course. It's yeah, fucking yeah. hilarious to look at a photo. How many times a day do I go out, whether it's here in Rhode Island... New York, wherever I'm, people watching, and the first things in my head when I see people from afar, I'm just making up scenarios yeah. in my head. That's just yeah. fun. Hell yeah, it's, it's funny as hell. <laughs> so I think it's necessary because it's like it's just human nature to look at a situation with no words and just be like, "Look at this nigga. Look at this nigga. Look at this motherfucker. I don't like this nigga. No way." You know what I mean? But for all you know, they're like, "Yo, I love this guy." You know what yeah, I, mean? I, right, I don't know. Um, and I don't know Jay Z. Right. Know? I don't know. I don't yeah, know what they're talking you know about saying? right there. So. From what I've from what I've gathered over the years, I see that Jay Z is no child. You know, like if he has something to say, he's gonna he's say gonna it. Say it, yep. And if he didn't want to take that photo, I'm pretty sure he he wouldn't have. You know, what I mean, for for no reasons. At the end of the day, they're all human. Um, 
it was great to see them dap up. It was great to see them like just be cool together. That was great for me. You know what I mean? I don't know that I don't know that that squashed the beef. I don't know, you know what I mean? I don't know if they really right. even had a sincere beef, you know? The way that they both talked about it, the way that Jay-Z has talked about it before, he said, that's my brother. It don't matter. We're having a brother beef. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the way I see it. But I also believe that, I also believe that they understand that they have a responsibility. So, yeah. so like, when them taking that photo, you know, somebody probably maybe got them fixing their face wrong. That could have been exactly. the wrong yep. one out of 60. You know but what I mean? That was, one person could have said, this is the photo. Yeah. yeah. But because of whatever, whatever. You yep. know what I mean? So, like, you, I, I take into, because I'm in the fashion world, I'm in the photography world and all this stuff, like, I think of those things of, like, was that really the best photo? Like, what was the next photo after that? Were they all smiling? You know what I mean? Like, there was a bunch of photos when you see Jay and, and Kanye laughing and dapping each other up. Mm. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I just, I, I feel like that takes me right back to fandom. You know fandom, what I mean? right. Oh, the, exactly the narrative kind of takes over. The narrative comes. And, and like, look, I'm going to attach that to the same thing that happened to Drake at Camp Vlognog. Like, mm. you know, that, that's fandom. Everybody made it up in their head that they thought that Frank Ocean was going to be there. That came out of just somebody talking about it yeah. on the internet. No one from Camp Vlognog said that. And then when Drake came out, he was just unfortunately the person that, <laughs> that, sucks, that got it. And it's, But it yeah. also goes to show, like but I said last Drake, time. You know right, but it, it goes to Drake. show last time is that you can be Drake, but if people are expecting something, it don't matter who you are. Right. You you could It could have been Tupac coming back from the dead and people would have <laughs> still been like, get the fuck off the stage. Like, <laughs> Where's Frank? Yeah, we wanted hey. Frank. You know? Hey, wait a minute. Hey, Frank. <laughs> You've been dead for like forever, but nobody cares about you. you I like your nose ring. That's about it. (laughs) Why you got leather leather vest on, bro? (laughs) What is thug life in 2019, anyways? Exactly. You know, regardless, I look. I look at that photo for what it is. Amazing, important, cultural shifting. It's like an artifact, man. Man. Yeah, it's It's an artifact, right, man? Exactly. When you see Biggie and Tupac together, that's an artifact photo. Yeah. Whether their history was bad or not, like when you see them together. That shit's amazing. Because of the two paths that they went on and stuff exactly. like that. And so, what it meant, like the, the combined impact. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, without and especially at that time, too, we could talk about that photo at that time, what, what it meant for those two to be together right. and stuff like that. But because, like you said, it's like a photo of like four people that just changed the game, the landscape of it time and time again. Man. Over and over. That photo made me feel old. Hmm. From, me for old. me, it's like Kanye. Like from the minute I fe- like found out about his music, it's been nothing but like just changing the way that hip hop is received and like perceived throughout the world. He's always been on that forefront. Always. I mean, I would I would say yeah. Like he yeah. he is the forefront. He a lot. Is, I mean, yeah. up until like pretty recently. Yeah. You know, I almost felt like I almost felt like the. Uh, like when he did the whole like song with like pump and shit was kind of like him taking the side like the passenger seat, you know, but like still that's that's cool for you to bring that up, man. Um, because you're a part of that generation of Lil Pump and you know maybe you're not like I don't know you don't have to be a fan of him you know what I mean but you are a part of that generation and so am I you know what I mean. Um, he spoke about that Lil Pump thing recently where he felt like me doing the Lil Pump thing was uh, completely going against everything that I, I like huh. I stood for. So it's really cool, but he understood that it was like a really weird path for him. For him sure. to like, right. He might not have like been like all there. I guess like that would be like not the best term, but like he might not have like known his footing in the game. Mm. But yeah, and the the responsibility that he felt that he had, where he was just like, "Yo, I was so disgusting." 
Mm. You know, and I can't remember like the words that he said, but like I love that song. You yeah, know what I mean, mm-hmm. I, I fucking love that song. That I song, love it. And that song is like arguably Pump's biggest hit now. Yeah, you know what I mean? oh, you, without a doubt. When you think yeah. about it, right? Like his Gucci Bigger gang, Gucci his Gucci gang, gang yeah. was huge, was big, but like fucking, you're such a that shit was yeah. so good. <laughs> you know took I mean? over. So it took over. It, 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 you you find those mediums between it. You know what I mean? Where like you can you can hindsight is always twenty twenty, but like. Mm-hmm. Damn, man, you, you did this song still good for for such a little kid to get such a you know, everything Kanye he, West on your song, everything bro. that you were going for with going through with J Cole and all this negative this that and the third Charlemagne the God calling you this that and the third like for you to get such a dope song and somebody like that to back you, I, I, you know, congratulations to him. Mm-hmm. Yo, so Jabron, man, I you had mentioned this idea and you touched on it briefly. Uh, we got a new segment from yeah, buddy. We're calling it the Prov Report. Yeah, we're gonna call Oof. it the Prov Report. I like that. We gotta get some production on that. Yeah, we, we got man. We gotta, Cruise, yeah. man. I need you, bro. Yeah, we gotta get some production on that little intro to that segment. And we cruise M2. Somebody holler at us, man. Let's, yeah. let's let's get this done. Yeah, so just to intro it right now, Prov Report is just kind of I want it to be like my my gift of gab, like newsletter. You know what I mean? Okay. We do this podcast on a weekly basis. Yes, we do. Um nowadays, thank Thank the hip hop gods that a lot of our friends and a lot of people that we don't know in Prov have a space and a place to be able to like be free to their creativity. And that doesn't just need to revolve around a concert, a DJ night. You know, you got guys like Cooch who do poetry nights, who's now doing like an adult prom. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's fire. It, yeah. Very, really, really great ideas that are you know, cool and like people aren't afraid to talk about it. And I want to be able to talk about it because I'm a lot, I'm at these events a lot. Thankfully, you know what I'm saying? I'm very well accepted and, you know, I feel like I'm a, I'm a Rhode Island historian and I'm going to find my place to be able to like talk about these cool events that I enjoy. Um, so what happened? Oh, Prov- we got for the very first annual Prov Report. Or weekly, or right, weekly, first weekly, yeah, first weekly. Proverb. Um, it we might, got? it could, it could be monthly though. Maybe I will do that uh, monthly. So I gather up enough whatever information. Whatever floats your right? boat, man. All right, so here we are. Check it, check it. The proverb report. Check it, check it. Um, first and foremost, we was uh, talking about this just earlier. Um, so I'm happy to bring this back, man. I want to talk about Duce Palooza. Okay. Um, Duce Palooza, you know, this year, this time around was in New York. Last one was in Boston. It's probably one of like the coolest and biggest indoor festivals going on right now um, where they bring out, you know, it's just a festival endorsed by your, the, the liquor company called Duce, as you guys know. And it's just a big dope party where everybody's drunk, loving, having, having a good time. And it's, it's indoors. As m- most of you will know, um, there is a, a, a Providence, artist that's on that bill that's on every single bill it goes by the name of where's nasty um and i really just wanted to showcase this was my first tuesday palooza this this like indoor festival has been around for like the last seven years um it's grown it just sold out barclay center so it's like pretty much on an incredible run right now um I just want to kind of like point out how how dope that is that like Providence is really a part of something that huge, you know what I mean? So really nice. shout shout out to Where's Nasty for kind of like really like not kind, excuse me, but um working that hard, you know what I'm saying? He's I'm sure he's a part Always of marketing. Been, yeah. I'm sure he's a part of something. You know, and even huge, if he's bro. not, you know, the fact that he's just a part of something that legendary. So yeah. For me that was a legendary night as being a hip hop purist, a hip hop historian. Um 
tons of surprise surprises came my way that I didn't even know I was going to be a part of. I knew who the who the acts were going to be, but man, was I in for a surprise, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I get there. I got really lucky, you know, I'm really cool and I do a little bit of work with Rock Nation, so I was on the Rock Nation list for this. Um got in. The line was inc- insane. If you've ever been to a concert in New York, it's insane. There's no concert like a New York concert. It don't matter if it's at the Nokia Theater right. or a smaller venue, the Webster <laughs> Hall, like it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Lines are always wrapped around the block. And this was like no other. It was a massive influx of people. You would think that LeBron James was here. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it was just so big. Um, you know, I unfortunately, given the fact that it was so much, I had to wait. I missed Jay's set, but it was real, it was real special for me because Jay ended up, um, well, where's Nasty ended up like kicking it with me a little bit. While while the show was going on, so I got there pretty early. I got inside by like nine o'clock, but he had already performed. So we were together, you know. And Fab comes out. That was dope. Fabulous is Brooklyn legend. Barclays Center is in Brooklyn. Um, amazing songs that I play. Songs that are, that that we actually spin at these parties. You know what I'm saying? Is right, right. here. Um, next join up, I believe, right after Fab. Fast forward, if, if it wasn't these guys, but fast forward to this moment of this legendary moment, Jay kind of nubs me and is like, yo, there's there's freeway. There's 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 the whole there's this there's the whole team right there, That's yo. And crazy. I'm like, damn, man, this is this this whole festival is starting to feel like a rock nation reunion. Right. Damn. Um so there's freeway, there's beans, there's there's everybody that pulled up. So we had a whole joint like that. That was that was crazy to just hear what we do. You know, all these all these songs that again yeah, that right, we play. Right. right after them, we all know that where's Nasty's biggest he's a big he's the biggest dipset fan in the world. Mm-hmm. And Nasty just coming, but the whole fucking dipset came through. So Yo. right after right wow. after them, the whole dipset the whole dipset crew came through and just that's to see sick. see the light in like Jay's eyes of just being like, yo, you know, I know I know that's his biggest influence. You know, one of his biggest influences in, in the game to be able to see Cameron up there to share the same stage as him, you know what I mean? Really, I, I wanted to point that out. What? Like, like Providence is really in this industry. It's it's yeah. it's it really infused itself. Jay's one of those guys. You know, I think I can say that I'm one of those guys. Another cool thing about about Duce Palooza was that it wasn't just me. It wasn't just Jay. It wasn't just Sabrina and their team that that came to support him, but. Also, Arab music was there. You know what I mean? Okay. So this is why I say that, like, don't hate on your city right now because we, we we've in we've even if I wasn't performing or even if Arab music wasn't performing, we were all in attendance and we was all there for a certain reason. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Jay was on stage. Arab music has hits with every single person right. that touched stage. The locks came out. You name it. Every any any real Brooklyn person was in there. Any real New York artist was in there, and we all have something to do. With this industry, so the next time you re- you guys really know who somebody is, understand where they come from. You know what I mean? And show love to your city. You know what I mean? Go out to these joints, travel out, and go yep. see these people perform these things because they're big moments for us. So, mm-hmm. so that you can also say witness. Like, now nah, I watched. Right. I watched Cooj in Atlanta do that. I've watched right. guys out in Cali like. Drewski, Cole Green, out there, yep. like really, really putting in this work, man. So my prov report for the week is like, show up and show out, man. Show, show the up fuck up, show out, show, show up. up, show out. Because that sh- the shit was time. huge to be That's able to fire, see man. some one of Shout ours, out to like, nasty, bro. yeah, yeah, Shout out to one of ours, nasty, like, 
hold it down. That was a legendary moment. Each song that was there was legendary. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We're hearing so into you. We're hearing um, verses from, man, I can't even begin. Like, just legendary songs, legendary artists right in front of us. So, Prop shout shit, out to that. Man. Right, right. On some PVD shit, too. So, the first Prop Report, man, was a big one. Absolutely. I like it. I like it a lot. Boom. Uh, we're about to close out this episode, man. Uh, Lunchback, man, I can't thank you enough for coming through, man. And talking Pleasure's shit, on mine. Man. It was a fire episode, man. I really enjoyed it. Pleasure's I like, I like on what mine. we talked and uh, how we went about things, man. You got anything you want to plug? Man, just this toy drive. Okay. Um, I'd encourage anybody who is not doing anything on Thursday or even if you doing something on Thursday, make it out. Because sure. not only is it a really good cause... We're doing a toy drive at the Public Gallery on okay. Aleppo Street. Um, not only is it a great cause, but it's some prop shit, you yeah. know. And, and it's well, some show it's up some, and show out, right? Yes, and sir. you know, the event is called for the children. Yep. It's a Wu Tang '90s Christmas themed party. Ah, Wu Tang you know is saying? for the children. I like that, right? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I, we just thought that every Christmas should be dope for the kids, and uh, okay. we, we really wanted to give back. So uh, yeah, this Thursday, the nineteenth, we're gonna be. Throwing down a little a little soiree over at One Aleppo Street in Providence, Tight. and uh, it'll be dope. It'll be a good little. What's thing. What's it called? For the children. For the children. For Tight. the children. Wu Tang Christmas party. <laughs> oh yeah, the flyers. The flyers. Flyers. Fire. Thank yeah. you, man. Yeah, yeah, we'll thank plug you. that so, this week too, man. Shout Appreciate out, that. Shout out that. Um, Jabron, you got. I'm. I'm I mean, I got, report. I one in the, the can already. I got. I got you know. Fly. We got an episode of everything else this week on Thursday, December nineteenth, uh, one hundred one point one FM WVVX. Sheesh. Um, other than that, man, no, I got I got nothing to plug. Right. Yeah, <laughs> my my schedule is a little bit busy this week for sure. Yeah. We got tomorrow per per usual every week, Taco Tuesdays. I think I finally found a name for it. Okay, what we got? Mm. Yeah, man. What I we think... got? Wait, 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 wait. Geron, are they ready for this name, bro? Uh, not yet, not yet. One you, more wait, week. Wait, wait, one more wait, week. You one can't more tease week. it. You can't. I'm down to three that's names. A, I'm that's down to three big, names. That's three a big. Names. That's three a names. big market tease right there, Jabron. You, you. Well, you got to put Yo. a poll out there. All right, yeah. so I, pro- I promise. Yeah, you're right. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna promise y'all next week. Interact with the exclusive people, here. <laughs> okay, my Taco Tuesday. Exclusive for the take as needed. No one else. Oh, you're doing those with your voice now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I can't make because that that should be wilds, man. I need to get a soundboard in this bitch. Yeah, that's nice. That's next. Real quick, I love the flyer, bro. Thanks, man. And I know it's not a flyer, but it is a flyer. It is, absolutely. But it's not a flyer. (laughs) It's just letters. It's just fucking letters. It's so (laughs) simple. And I'm just like, every time I see it, I go, yo, this fucking works. Mm -hmm. This works. What else you got this week? Well, shout out to to, um, Michael Knows on that. Michael Knows really came up with that flyer. Really? Okay. So I just want everybody to know me, Michael Knows, is really doing this Taco Tuesday tonight together. Of course, with the Black Sheep team. Um, we even have like our specific waitresses that work with us, Giselle and Riv. Um, they're really, really like into our, it. Yeah, it's yeah, a full team thing special. now. Dope, exactly. dope. And right down to like the cooks and everything. Um, we're there from eight to one. You know what I'm saying? I'm spending yeah. all night. Uh, Wednesday, I'm in Lowell, Massachusetts for one of my like. I'm so happy to be a part of this. It's an R&B joint out in Lowell, Massachusetts. Saw that. Yeah, so sort of. That's huge. It, for That's me, huge. it is. Yeah, for yeah. me, it's a personal game. Lowell's a bit of a party town. A lot of people don't know that. Lowell people are trying to make Lawrence. it, man. Yeah, and the yeah, team yeah. that's out there, guys like Star Trek, the guy that invited me out named, um, goes by the Instagram name of Left Off, but okay. he goes by the name of C-Dot. Um, just phenomenal producer, phenomenal DJ. Um, works with a lot of those guys from All You Can Eat. So he's real cool with Tofu, real cool with DJ Moses. 
um, a family member of the low key team as well. He performed at one of our MTOPs on my type of parties. Dope, dope. Real, real big, real big name for me. He runs this in the fields joint. So the the R and B party is called In the Fields. It's at a space called the In the uh, No. It's called the Keep. It's a okay. really, really nice small bar, but the vibe in there is amazing. Um, Thursday, I'm doing a double, but the main event is uh, you know my guy Flawless Real Talk. I'm going to be DJing, hosting his listening party for, oh, his, hey, for his release. Oh, hey, that's huge, very, G. Very, very big week for hey, me. Hey, that's man. big, man. Yep, I yep, didn't yep. know that. Okay. Big week for me, so show up, show Ooh. up for that, because that's a whole prov report right there. Wow. <laughs> um, Flawless has had a phenomenal year so far, man. Oh, without a doubt. Got a key to the city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Major, major Netflix joint. Um, so come come up, you know what I'm saying, listen to his new project with me and it's gonna be amazing. So and then of course Saturday we got low key, me and my low key family, Chino, Watts, Hens on the Lens, me on the mic. Actually, of course Charlie Tunes, but yo, it's gonna be my debut DJ DJ night for hey. a low key party. Okay. So I'm very, very happy about Ooh. this. I'm very proud. I had kind of like a preliminary over at Bossa Nova, which was yeah. a smack, but this is my first MTOP joint to party with my people, so I'm gonna be double. I'm gonna I'm gonna double that joint too. I'm gonna be I'll on the mic and out. DJ. Come on, man. that's a troop, right? This Saturday, a troop okay. PVD this yeah. Saturday. Always MTOP. a good fucking time. We're gonna get that yeah. new Kendrick album. On Boy, there. that's yeah, all we playing. Yeah, <laughs> listen, man. That. Listen, I'm playing ten percent all night. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> that whole album, man. It's seventeen tracks. It's fifty one minutes, and it doesn't, it doesn't feel, feel like it at all. That's that's the beauty of Kendrick. The reason why I love ninety nine point nine percent, and we're gonna close out talking about Kendrick. Do it. It was the first in 2016. Did I say Chino? Chino say solo too on that joint. Yeah, yeah, you said that. All right, cool. Uh, That was the first easy listen for me in a long time. I'm just like, I don't want to take this off. You know what I'm saying? Because I enjoy listening. That's the beauty of K. Trinata and his music, man. Uh, And I I think we're blessed to witness it. You know what I'm saying? Because who would have thought about K. Trinata? You know what I'm saying? Five years ago, unless you really knew some shit back then and... Shit even then. Yeah, and yeah, but I didn't know that. I, I came across it. I came across ninety nine point nine percent because I think Vic Menzel was on it. Somebody was on it that yeah. that I fucked with. A lot of people. Yeah, there was. Show, a, I mean, yeah. Gold Link was on it at the time. I almost feel like that dude is like the, the the like the Khaled of like fucking just like I don't know like house vibes. But yo, but that like he just be like connecting I, artists. I would, I that, like, call him the Khaled. I'd right. Call, I'd call him the Doctor Dre. Yeah, right, bro. Way yeah. better. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like yo, just like connecting people that like just. To make amazing records, and that ten yeah. percent track. It's one of my no, cold Where's blooded. my ten percent? Yo, Cali Lucas is a problem. It's I don't care blooded. what anybody says. Cold I'm playing blooded. that bitch right now, and not her. I'm pl- I'm talking about the song. The song's that bitch. <laughs> she ain't no bitch. You know. Yeah, man. So that's where we at. We wrapped up. Yeah, let's go. Yes, let's do this. Are you on the Apple Music? That's oh, take as yeah. needed. Jenna, Jabron, PVD. Jenna, what up? Dennis. <laughs> ATW I'm on my Jabron shit right now. And our yeah. special guest. ATWT, as the world turns, baby. Oh. Our special guest lunch bag, man. It's been yeah, a pleasure. Yeah, for real. real pleasure. Thank, Thank you very you, much, guys. That. I really appreciate it. Jabron, you better dot me up too. Shit. Right. Y'all can play this. <laughs>
cause that's my witness 